You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. Hello, everybody. My name is Zach. I'm Brandon. A.K.A. DJ Rimshot. That is the most disturbing name for a children's character, or dog's character, rather, I've ever seen. We'll get into that in a second. You're listening to another episode of Nostalgia Be Damned, the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the early 2000s, and we take off those rose-colored glasses you might have about these movies. And I do want to emphasize the fact that we take some of your favorite movies a little off-format today, because... Because I that's will... debatable. That is no, debatable. It's not debatable. I, there are many people out here who I'm sure find Ernest Scared Stupid a perennial classic. And if you haven't figured it out, that's the movie that we're covering today. Ernest... Spoiler alert! Yeah, Ernest it's, Scared uh, Stupid, 1991's comedic family fantasy horror flick. Ernest Scared Stupid. I'm glad you clarified. Thank you. Man, this was a film you've never seen, am I right? Yeah, I'm a little mad at you. Why would you be angry with me? Why did we watch this? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because, dude, the cover says it all. It's a slapsticky blast, according to the Cincinnati Inquirer. That's the back blurb. Tell us what the what the front one says. Daily Re- Variety only needed one word to review this film, and it works. It's w- wacky! <laughs> Exclamation point no. This This is a movie that I remember seeing... On the shelves of Blockbuster a lot as a kid. I always saw the titles. I did not know anything about Ernest, the character itself. Uh, This was the first movie, though, that I ever saw that introduced me to the character. And I was probably like 13 by the time I actually watched it. This movie, like I said, came out in 91, which was the year I was born. So I didn't see this till later on in my life. And yet found it oddly fascinating and just bizarre... And also likable. I think this movie pops up on a lot of those lists of things that are like, it's so bad you need to watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is this was nostalgia heavy for me. But it was a movie that I recognized was a bad movie, even as a kid. Like, I know there's no tricking me into thinking like, what? <laughs> this this wasn't a shocking revelation yeah, of a watch. Yeah. No, say, there was I mean? no, like, genuine... No, no surprises. Mean, no surprises here, except for a couple of different ones. So really quick before we get into this, because we do have to get into it, there's so much to cover. <laughs> Um, this is, uh, movie number two of our October fest. We're kind of, yeah, yes, I didn't even, I didn't even He's, purposely wait for the point. That was on, that was that all was natural. Just, that, that was, was all natural. Coincidental. It was very good. I, on the other hand, am drinking a, something a little stiffer because apparently oh, you needed it for the holy movie. Holy huh? God, this movie. Interesting. Um, but anyway, so we're covering a couple, uh, <laughs> Halloween themed or kind of scarier movies, I guess, or, you know, even though, spooky family fair, dude. Yeah. Even though most of them are family uh movies although last week we'll get into this again you can vote on our actual scary movie we're gonna do the week of halloween but again just to refresh you doing some halloween themey movies and uh we're drinking while doing it because it's oktoberfest yeah you kind of got to so before we get into the nitty-gritty of uh Ernest scared stupid i just want to chat a little bit about the history of this character so he was first created by the nashville advertising agency cardin cherry and i uh, was used in various local television ad campaigns all right so he did, like, Coca-Cola ads, checks, and Taco Johns, all right? But the first Ernest commercial was filmed in 1980, all right? And it was an advertisement for the Dallas Cow— or, anyway, had the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders in there, and it was for some amusement park, all right? So he was just a character they used in television ads, and some guy got the idea, like, we could make a movie franchise around this guy because he's so likable. And if the Geico caveman— 
have taught us anything about this idea is that it works every single time. <laughs> do, do you remember the TV show that they had spawned off for that? For like, yeah. It was half a season I or something they, like I that? I think they only got like two episodes in before they canceled it. So as far as I know, there are nine, nine or ten of these movies, including TV movies. Okay, Holy This God. Uh, was the last earnest film to be released theatrically by Touchstone Pictures uh, because many kids found the film to be really scary. Many people agree that the thought of a troll stealing the souls of children and the troll's deaths to be quite disturbing. This- However... Slam Dunk Ernest in 1995 did have a release on video uh, from Touchstone a couple years later. Fantastic. Um, This movie definitely does have strangely dark overtones to it. Yeah. Um, Some that I think they meant to convey. Some they may not have. We'll get into that. But why don't you give us some more details about the film? Yep. So a little more. uh, here, Here are just some other Ernest titles, okay? Yeah. So there was Ernest Goes to Camp. Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain, which, interestingly enough... Splash Mountain? Yeah, so this is the least well-known Ernest Worrell film, probably because it has only aired on television once and has never seen a home video release. Whoa! <laughs> like, they buried this thing. Whatever happens in Splash Mountain, it's some seedy Something shit, Something gets weird. Yeah. Uh, then there's Ernest Goes to Jail. Ernest Rides Again. Ernest Goes to School. Slam Dunk Ernest. Ernest Goes to Africa. And Ernest in the Army. He uh, passed away a few years back... Uh, uh, Jim Varney, the, oh, the character actor. Now, you'd actually know him, another film that he was kind of big for our childhood, he was Slinky in Toy Story 1 and 2. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely now that you say that, I definitely hear the voice of Slinky with that character, and I do remember when he passed away because that was kind of a big issue when they were filming, or not filming, that was kind of a big issue when they were making Toy Story 3. That's right, yeah. He got replaced by the guy in all the Adam Sandler movies, I think Blake something or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the old guy. Anyway, uh, a little bit more information about the film. It's got a 5.7 on IMDb. That's yeah. too high. Yeah. That's too high. Uh, and a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's directed by John Cherry. Okay, this guy literally only made a career with Ernest. Films. Like he pretty much did nothing else, a few music videos and stuff. That's it, though. That's all you needed to do, though. You know what I mean? No, I mean, you know, once you've reached the pinnacle, why come down? So I feel like a lot of people know what Ernest movies are like, but for those who don't, Zach, how would you describe this character? He's basically like a Pee Wee Herman or a Mr. Bean. They try to sell you on this premise of Jim Varney is this wild comic actor that's just going to get you through all these movies based on his like slapstick physical comedy. Yeah, well, he's a lovable doofus. Um, like you said, kind of that Pee Wee Herman where he's just quirky, um, but he's not dangerous to anybody, apparently. Yeah. Um, he's a simpleton. But the, but the thing is, and you know, say what you will about Jim Varney, I bet he was a great voice actor. Yeah. Um, I think as a physical actor, his... He really didn't do it for me in terms of, like, (laughs) they base this whole movie around the idea that he can do characters, he can do faces, he can do impressions, and he can't do any of them. It's not that he can't do do them, yeah, it's, it's, you'd think this movie, if it was made in the 90s, the late 90s, would have been a Jim Carrey vehicle. We were talking about that during the movie. Yes, and I think Jim Carrey would have done extremely well in a movie like this. Yes, yes. But I, but... I think he's I think he's more limited than they initially thought when they went into making these. Yeah, so uh, he's a rubber-faced guy. He's always wearing this denim jacket and a ball cap and he's just like this uh you know, down-to-earth, kind of laid-back, redneck type guy. Yeah. Like, he's just your average simpleton. In this film, uh, he is a janitor. I don't know if he's always a janitor no, or not. No, he's, he's a garbage man. He's a oh, sanitation. I'm sorry, yeah, a garbage yeah. man, yes, yeah, of course. he's a sanitation... Uh, Employed by the state. He's a state worker. 
or the, at least the town, I think, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I mean, yeah, but he's a like municipal that. worker. Yeah, so exactly. You know, yeah. Our taxes, oh, pay our for taxes his are paying for yeah. Ernest, and I've got a plethora of issues around that. So yeah, man, let's just jump into it. Uh, Ernest scared stupid. We open on this. First of all, we get blood font in a kids movie. I'm down for that. Yeah, immediately, and this super long <laughs> montage of just. The character doing faces and then, like, clips of old scary movies. Nothing to do with the film. Yeah, so there's just, like, old clips of black and white horror pictures. Like, there's Nosferatu, a few other films like that. All, like, public use, I'm assuming. And it's just, like, clips of that. And then it's in juxtaposition with shots of Ernest's close-up face, him making stupid lip motions and, and couple wacky face. noises. Like, yeah. Oh, it is wacky. If anything, it's wacky. So... During this, yeah, it's this sick-ass theme song, dude, that's blaring. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it is a pretty good theme song, I'll admit that. So then after this sick title sequence, we uh, open up on Briarville, Missouri, a long time ago. Uh, that's all we get. That's it. We don't know what specific time period is. Uh, yeah, it looks like the, the late 19th century, and I'll say that because there are slaves. There are. It is rough stuff immediately right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So immediately we open it with this girl, this little girl who's screaming for her life. Something's chasing her. And then the actress, though, clearly isn't that scared because she appears to be laughing at whatever's behind the camera. Don, Don, (laughs) can I get my kid in this movie, please? As long as she can run from the troll, the troll Trantor. Yeah, and she's got to act scared, and then she, this girl, little girl does not act scared. She's smiling throughout the whole sequence. Yeah, it's bad news, Bears. So the, finally, the troll like grabs her arm. You don't get a full glimpse of it, because they tease you with what this thing looks no, like. No, you realize it's a POV cam. Oh, dude, yeah, you got it. But oh. the frame rate's all weird, and I, I just love that in an, the opening five minutes of this movie, we get blood font and a little girl running for her life. Again, this movie has some pretty dark... Undertones, just immediate or overtones. These were the late '80s, early '90s kids. Hey, we were the kids of America. Whoa, that was the 2000s. That song. Remember that song? So anyway, (laughs) super angry. Anyway, (laughs) yeah. uh, So they capture this demon. uh, We're later told is the troll Trantor. Okay, with this net, uh, and I guess they bury him under an oak tree. Yep. Um. And basically put this curse on him that, or, or he puts a curse on himself, right? Like if you if you guys do this, I'm gonna be immortal. No, I have no idea what happens. And like honestly, you just have to know that there's a possibility that the trolls coming back. They're planting this tree on top of it. The tree is supposed to be like his prison or something yep, like that. Yep. And it's like if you disturb the tree. Uh, I come back. Yeah, again, this is also another character played by Jim Varney, because he plays a fucking plethora of characters. Oh it's God. Phineas Worrell, an ancestor of Ernest, um, and basically, basically, you know, establishes all these conditions that Trantor can only be released on the night before Halloween, and by the hands of a Worrell, and that every generation of Worrells would get dumber and dumber from this generation on, okay? <sighs> Cut to... Mentally <laughs> disabled Ernest B. Worrell. Present day. Present day. And yeah, he's uh, fiddling with this machinery that he's built. It's basically like a trash compactor, uh, like a tr- like a pick- like a trash truck, right? Yeah, it's a garbage truck, and it, it, it has the capability of compacting all the garbage into a little box. Um, and there's mops and buckets and all kinds of weird shit that he's attached to this nonsense of machinery. Yeah, he's like cleaning out the garbage cans or something with soap. It makes no sense. Um, but of course, as things will happen to lovable idiots like Ernest, things go wrong. It gets kooky and his machine starts to fall apart and shoot parts at him. And he's calling for his dog and the real star of this movie. Let's not sugarcoat it. This is the best and only good part of this movie. 
Rimshot. Rimshot. Which is... Can we... Why? Why did they name the dog Rimshot? Because it's a joke? Because it's a comedy, dude. Dude, every time he says it, though... Rimshot. We all know what we're thinking. And we're not even going to mention it on the podcast because we're not those type of guys. Oh, my God. You're so gross. Come on, dude. But the way he yells it all the time, he's like, Rimshot. Rimshot. It's just... It's ridiculous. But (laughs) immediately off the bat, we're we're exposed to quite a bit of things about Ernest. One, we learned that he's this, you know, a state worker, works for the municipality of Missouri. Mm Mm-hmm. We also learned that he has a bunch of middle school friends as a 45-year-old man or whatever. Yeah, he only hangs out with middle schoolers. It's bizarre. He only has kid friends. Everyone else in the town treats him like a child. It's a red flag, if anything. (laughs) Absolutely. No, absolutely. And so through a bizarre series of events he winds up stuck in the back of his truck this trash compactor and you know he's trying all these things because rimshot accidentally you know sets off the machine to basically crush him classic rimshot classic rimshot again serving as the audience because we all want this guy dead five minutes of meeting him <laughs> so the whole thing starts to crush he uses tries to get like broomsticks and all this stuff at one point he talks to a baby and this is this is the beginning oh. of his schizophrenia he He's- is a split personality. He has split personality He disorder. really is, like, I, I think clinically insane. He's talking to this little baby doll that's in the garbage garbage truck. Yeah. Uh, and having a conversation while he's, like, on the verge of being crushed to death. A life or death situation. Yeah, having this conversation with this doll, like, I wish it could be me, but it's got to be you. And then the doll's answering him. And like, no, please, I have a family. And he's like, ah, we all have families. Or something. I know. I, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I'd, like... I can't really comprehend 95% of the things that happen in this movie, and this is where it starts off. Dude, we paused this movie so many times just to process just the insanity. Just to absorb with, with what we had just... It's minute by minute. Like, I was I was having trouble taking notes. Like, shit just went by so fastly that we're so insane minute to minute that I was... It was bizarre, but I had a blast. Let's continue, all right? So... He gets compacted into the square, and that's when we also pause to see the hand of a grip pushing the, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yeah. trash out. Yeah, because he gets compacted into a square, so apparently he wasn't going to die. I don't know. Um, but we do see a grip with, like, a hammer who's pushing it out, and it's so obvious. We stopped it. We took a picture. It is absurd. So there are two uh, two of his best middle school pals, I guess, are Elizabeth and Kenny. Kenny Kenny's kind of the lead kid, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So he's got a sick bowl cut, like oh, a sick yeah. 90s bowl cut. Yeah, it is very 90s. Um, and his father is the town sheriff, who yep. is apparently also in charge of public works because the mayor is like, there's a huge garbage problem down the street. Ernest needs to take care of it. If he doesn't, you fire him. Yeah. He's telling this to the sheriff, and the sheriff is like... Ernest, what the fuck? I told you to go clean old lady Hackmore's place up or whatever. Sheriff, like, you're the law, your but you are not my supervisor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you don't you don't own me. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, Ernest is part of his own department. One would think. But again, Ernest does what he's told. He, he's a very ne'er-do-well, kind of just take it as it comes type of guy. Yeah, he needs adult leadership in his life uh but again all of these people they just talk down to him like he's a kid it's really sad to watch from an adult's perspective yeah no and if you were treated like this in a town <laughs> that's why he hangs out with middle schoolers yeah, exactly. i guess it's that's why he has to hang out with kids yeah it's depressing no i'm sad speaking of 90s kids though this movie has some amazing 90s bullies. My favorite 90s bullies uh, next to Ryan Phillippe in <laughs> I Know <laughs> What You Did <laughs> Last Summer. I mean, there's Ryan Phillippe. He's obviously top of the pyramid, but I mean, second layer, the Murdoch 
brothers. Oh my god. They got some sick dialogue in here. We'll get into a little later. One of them's got a sick mullet. He does. And he's always wearing just these crazy baggy clothes. <laughs> sweatpants that, or but something? they don't like go, like he's wearing these baggy sweatpants that don't go down to his ankles or something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> I love this kid. And he's got some great 90s bully dialogue. He's, he's, I mean, he's the perfect 90s bully. He's great. So, uh, meanwhile, Ernest finally goes to old lady Hagmore's place, which is played by Eartha Kitt, Catwoman herself. We remembered her as Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. Paul the lever, crunk. Wrong lever. Wrong lever. But, like, when she does her screams in this, it's, like, identical. Like, you, it, it oh, takes me back yeah. to that. That's a movie that I feel like we could cover later on. Oh, maybe. stay tuned. That's a, that's a good one. They do like that movie. Yeah, it could be bad now. Who knows? But. But yeah, so he goes over to her house to apparently, you know, enforce the town's, you know, codes because, hey, there's shit on fire in her yard. It's basically a junkyard with all this insane shit. Unlivable. She should probably be arrested. (laughs) For sure. So she comes out and she's, again, like the classic town, like crazy kooky cat lady, only there's no cats from what we can see. Yeah. And she basically is like, get the fuck off my yard! And she takes a blowtorch out and oh, yeah, flame throws him. shooting it at Ernest. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's like this weird thing. He's like, you know, ma'am, like, it's just a public safety issue. And like being like really like, I, I don't know, just kind of like pointless lines of dialogue while this woman just rants and loons. And we had this discussion where this actress and uh, Jim Verner. Jim Varney, yeah. Varner are, uh, are probably going at it on set just to be the most over the top oh yeah they're trying to over insane each other and you could tell the in between takes it was like oh go, great take hey, great take, take everybody let's take hey, a five hey 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 can, can I, I talk I, to you can i talk to you in the other room for what's a second? wrong jim are you fucking kidding me what i i am the star of this movie i'm top build i'm, I'm not taking money. any way of you, you are taking jim. my scene away from me and i hate you Oh my god. No, you're right. There's a darkness behind Jim Varney's eyes. You can darkness. tell. Darkness. Oh, Jim Varney. R.I.P. No, honestly. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace. So now we get a little more of the Murdoch bros, and they ruin these kids' uh, like haunted house. They're, tr- they're trying to plan like a like a little haunted you know walkway, I yeah, guess, for, and for Murdoch Halloween. Murdoch, being 90s bullies with no motivation, come through, and they're like, hey, dorks, and they start like tearing it down. <laughs> yeah, because we also get introduced to another one of their friends, Joey, who's a classic 90s nerd in oh, need of bashing. Oh, yeah. Glasses. Absolutely. Yeah. I, he almost gets bashed in this movie. He almost is, does, yeah. And honestly, it's but the most enough. justifiable part of this movie. But... Um, um, to be in in defense of the Murdoch brothers, this is a pretty shitty haunted house. Yeah, yeah, it's literally just like fake spiders hung from the roof, and then she's like, "Oh, people are gonna run run into here, and there's gonna be peeled grapes on the ground, and I'm gonna yell, where are my eyes?'" Nothing to be proud of. But also, hang on a second, I do have to mention that there's this hilarious transition cut right before this where Eartha Kitt's like, "Get off my yard!" Whatever, she's like, "Ah!" and starts screaming, and then it cuts to the little girl screaming. And then it's a pullout to this wide shot, and the kid's just like, that was a really good scream. You're really cute. You're really talented. Like, good scream. <laughs> good scream, yeah. It's the stupidest transition I've ever seen. And they're, seen. like, walking through the haunted house, and he's like, that's weird, but I like it. Yeah. Like, great dialogue. Oh, yeah. No. Kid actors are the best. So, I would say everything up to this point has been at least linearly a story that has made sense, Okay. Okay. No character's actions have, have gr- gone so far over the top that I just can't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then we get this scene. <laughs> the kids go, or I should say Kenny. Kenny goes to explain, you know, all oh, the bullies ruined our house. What should we do? He's looking for advice from his old pal, Ernest, who's, you know, working on a car. He gets there, and Ernest decides to give him this, like, 
speech about motivational history speech or like history lesson in which he personifies so many different characters at first he's a spartan warrior then he's talking about ottoman warriors or some shit Mm -hmm. and then he's an old woman then a cowboy then a less older woman then a hunter (laughs) like it's he's all over the place then like a a british airman from the war like and what's bizarre is it keeps cutting back to the kids reaction like uh giggling in between each one or whatever it's just like laughing like ah good old ernest is he standing there waiting for ernest to change costumes or is this all happening in Ernest's head as he switches between, you know, different personas? And he's actually not changing costumes. He's just mentally insane. Do you think this is where Split came from? The idea for the movie Split? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, dude. Like, M. Night Shyamalan, like, M. Night Shyamalan was watching stupid. this movie and they're like, he, you know, they got this wrong. The scariest part is Ernest switching characters. <laughs> Also, Zach, some different titles they had in mind for Ernest Scared Stupid, if you wanted to hear them. <sighs> Ernest and the Curse, Ernest and the Trolls, or my favorite, Ernest Scared Stiff, which gets me Whoa. into our other theory, which we won't go too deep into, but it's right on the surface. You could take out all the dialogue this ki- these kids have about the trolls and weird stuff happening, and if you put a little sinister music underneath and you just do some brief editing, you could make this out to be a psychological thriller in which a it becomes- mentally deficient janitor <laughs> or garbage man tries to find children. He's it a becomes the bicycle shop episode of Different Strokes. It's... <laughs> What? I have no have idea what you're No, that? no. Oh. This is where the characters from different strokes almost get molested by a bike shop owner. Gee, really? Yeah. That's dark. Well, this is just as dark, because the, fa- the the people in the town seem to dislike the fact that Ernest is hanging out with their kids all the time. But no one does anything No, about of it. course not. But, I mean, understandably, they're, like, a little perturbed. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's a weird relationship. But we're getting a little sidetracked. So Ernest decides to uh, help the kids build a treehouse that will protect them from the bullies. And it's going to be fortifiable, you know, lots of defenses. We'll they'll have into- the high ground. They'll have the high ground, and they'll stop the Ottomans from invading. That's a line. Yeah, it's um, bullshit. So they go to find a tree, and, you know, there's a whole montage of of this one's not good. One, one of which the bird's shit in his eyes. Yeah, and he's like, oh, <laughs> well, never mind, comedy. not this tree. He even <laughs> says, this is the perfect tree. Then he gets pooped on, and he's like, nah, never mind, and just walks away. And so then, out of all the trees in the entire world, he winds up stumbling upon the one that, you know, Trantor, the troll, is buried underneath. Yep, the one that you're not supposed to touch. So, they pick this tree, and there's this stupid montage of them building the treehouse in which somehow they get all of earn- worthless shit. It's just a treehouse full of worthless shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just all trash and garbage and so he's probably stealing garbage from the city <laughs> yeah, exactly. to help no, build a yeah. treehouse no, for is. underage for children. underage children it's so weird in the middle of this like fucking spooky haunted forest yeah and like it, he goes into like this dark brush like it's clearly a sinister place and i was saying to brandon during the movie i was like can you imagine being a, an adult and seeing this 45 year old man who you know is the town garbage man just like <laughs> <laughs> taking a parade of kids into the darkest part of the woods. Like, ugh, there's a lot of implications in this podcast. So old lady Hackmore comes screaming in and leaves her house and, and, and finds Ernest or whatever. And is like, you need, you need to leave here. Like, out of all the trees you chose this one, you dumb shit. Like, mm-hmm. freaks the hell out. Like, y'all need to leave. This place is cursed. I'm like, oh, whatever, dude. Then the Murdoch bros show up, oh, dude. yeah, they do, dude. And they even have some sick lines like, well, I wonder where the wimps are. 
<laughs> Dude, Wimp was a great yeah, 90. Wimp that, is we a, threw that around we need non-stop. To use, we need to use Wimp. We need to more. bring back Wimp. Hashtag, hashtag bring Wimp back. Hashtag yeah. make America Wimp again. <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, so then they were like, let's see it under, you know, let's see this treehouse in action. All this stupid booby traps that they've rigged or whatever. One of which is an arm that slings a full pizza at the kid. Yeah. So, so it's just them throwing pizza and cat food at these two Murdoch, Murdoch brothers, one of which, again, I will remind you, has a sick mullet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And the kids are the worst, but I, there's, they throw, like, six extra large pizzas at these kids <laughs> and then just, like, tons of cat food. And, like, at first the kids are not deterred. They're, like, getting pelted in the face with food. And they just don't even stop. And then at one point they're like, ew. And then they turn around and deliver this another. This isn't over yet. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, one of those type things. This isn't over yet, dorks, or something like that. But... I'm just thinking of what that must have been like on set for these two poor kids to just get thrown cat food and pizza at. Like, you can tell at first they're like, oh, this could be fun. And then it's like five pizzas later. They're like, all right, this is getting rich, Jimmy. We're going to throw food at you. Don't fucking whine. You're the fat, ugly kids. Like, we need to do this. (laughs) Shut up. So the kids are psyched. They're like, holy shit, dude, it worked. They get a three-way high five. Pretty sweet, dude. No collateral damage. Uh, They're pretty much high on war at this point, dude. They got battle boners. Oh, bloodlust. They are. Yeah, no, they were pumped. Yeah. Um, Ernest comes back, though, from chasing down the old woman, trying to calm her down. And he comes back and explains, like, ah, she was upset because apparently there's a troll that lives under this tree. And he's doing this all, like, sarcastically, like, trying to scare the kids a little bit. And apparently, like, does everything. He's like, on days like this, night, the night before Halloween. Like tonight. Like tonight. And, uh, you know. When a whorl. When a whorl. Like you. Yeah, that's right. Like me. Goes over to this tree and touches it and says, I summon the... What, <laughs> Whatever, whatever the yeah, fuck, whatever yeah. the troll's name is, and he's like, "But how? What are the odds of that happening?" <laughs> and then, sure as fucking shit, dude, they awake Trantor. Fucking classic, Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he awakens and he attempts to kill Ernest at one point, but because this is the kids get too scared, they freak yeah, the, the fuck kids out. And they run leave. away. They're like, "Fuck this!" So Ernest is stuck there in the tra- Trantor, who's the troll, who looks. Let's get into the way he looks here. He's disgusting, like really gross. It's, yeah. it's kind of a cool practical mask. Because you can tell there's some animatronics moving facial stuff. Besides and- Rimshot, I think this is probably the coolest part of the movie. With, <laughs> I mean, the costume and the makeup looks really good. Um, it's kind of gross with the... There's like always some sort of gross goo or snot. Snot. Boogers. Yeah, like boogers. Yeah. Um, just like hanging around either his hands or his face. It's pretty gross. He's yeah. got two noses. And he's just wide as shit. He's got a sick Rob Zombie beard. Yeah. But yeah, he's just gross. So he tries to kill Ernest, and in the struggle or whatnot, Ernest kicks over his lunch pail and spills milk, which deters the, the, the troll. Yeah, the troll like stops and turns out and leaves. And it's not explained yet, uh, but that's a theme that we come back to. It's Which annoying. is just, it's so over the top. It's every single time, it's just like, of course. So is it milk? Because I remember after this very first one, you had never seen the movie, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, what, so he milk? doesn't like <laughs> milk? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, so you just pick it up. You pick up on it right away, and then, like, at one point, they reveal it in the movie. Like, it's some big, like, <gasps> of course, it all makes sense now. It all connects. And it's like, no, you guessed it from the first, like, time it happened. Yeah. 
So, uh, meanwhile, the kids wind up splitting up. Uh, Joey, the uh, the nerdier of the three, gets separated, winds up slipping and falling down, and he grabs someone's hand, whom he believes is Ernest, because it has Ernest's voice being like, oh, don't worry, kid, I got you. Hey, you're saved. And then he looks up, and it's the fucking troll, dude. Shit, dude. And he gets turned into a life-sized wooden statue and then becomes a tiny little like oscar size wooden statue that if the troll gets five of apparently he needs five souls of children to become invincible is that well no so he needs five souls of children to grow his own children from the tree yes that's right because he puts the wooden statue of uh Joey Joey into the tree and all of a sudden we get this disgusting shot of these little seedlings Ew, sprouting dude. out underneath the tree and we'll we'll say it. it's gross but we'll say it it looks like poop yeah it, it looks, looks like, like poop little poop crystals kind of squirting out it's yeah. really gross little everything's all wet it's yeah. disgusting it's, gross. it's yeah. really gross but so Ernest runs to Sheriff Binder's house who like we said earlier is Kenny's dad mm-hmm. and he explains to him his wife and Kenny what the troll looks like all the shit he saw and we, for some reason, get this really terrible Birdman, like, one long take. Oh, I was actually mad about this. Like, the whole time I'm taking it in stride, like, yeah, this is a bad movie, but it's fun. This is when I we actually paused and I was like, can we talk about how bad that shot was? It's like... <laughs> Two minutes long, it's off the shoulder, and it's a tracking shot, but it's just rubber banding from one character to the next. Yeah. It's bizarre, because the film hasn't been handheld until this point in time. Yeah. And it's, you know, say what you will about this movie, there's not a lot in the way of shooting that it really looks that bad. Until this, when it's just kind of like, it's out of nowhere. It's very, it's like... It's so lazy. It seems like it they were really like, is. guys, we've got five fucking minutes to do this. Everyone get in... We gotta do this in one take. We, we we can't, I can't yeah. set up the tripod. I can't set up the tripod. I guys, just do it off the shoulder. I don't give a shit. Uh, Jim, you have to hit this in one take. You have to hit this for me. <laughs> I've got my cocaine, brother. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> So he goes back to old lady Hackmore's house and she tells him more about the legend and, and, and all this shit about the troll that basically he's the one person, the descendant of the Worrells, who can stop this whole thing. So once finding out this bit of knowledge, he decides he's just going to run through the goddamn town screaming, Troll alert! Troll alert! Everybody ran away! Oh my god, he is grating. He's, he's grating. He's really bad. Um, and everybody is typically ignoring him. And then he stops in at this warehouse store, I guess. Yeah, with, they sell, I guess, like tools and all kinds of yeah, shit. Yeah, like with a, this like very stereotypical southern cowboy with like, oh yes, I'd love to sell you a troll repellent, Ernest. Like, so yeah, they're the Tulip Brothers, these two guys who are shooting a commercial for their store. Mm-hmm. And apparently these guys are in other Ernest movies, or at least variations of the actors. These two characters yeah. are in other movies. Yeah. Uh, again, I haven't seen them, so I wouldn't know. But he interrupts them shooting the commercial and they start to see dollar signs when they realize they can take advantage of this poor intellectual like, disabled <laughs> man and so they're like oh let's sell him troll hunting equipment when he tells him like i need stuff to you know find or hunt trolls or whatnot so they immediately say all right yeah well we have tons of stuff for sale and they somehow already have pre-made troll hunting spray and like tr- troll be gone like doors yeah <laughs> signs like all the stuff's already made yeah like like they were planning on this and like oh i was waiting for the day someone was gonna come and run in and say they needed troll stuff it's ridiculous there's also troll ninja nunchucks and eventually he winds up having to spend seventeen hundred dollars 49 cents and 98 cents plus tax on plus it tax he's a municipal he's a he's a garbage guy 
Actually, you know what? I've he done some. Makes, no, they, they actually, say he probably garbage makes guys a make a lot of money from. Yeah, what he probably read. makes a ton of money. We just do need to emphasize, though, that our tax dollars are going. Yeah, towards he is all this not qualified not good, no. to do the job, and as well, he's just making all of the the citizens of this town uneasy. Yeah, he's hanging out with too many middle school. He has too many middle school friends. There's just so many wrong things about this. So Kenny and Elizabeth go looking for uh, their buddy Joey. They go back to that tree, and they start to see all those gooey little poop sacks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting a little bigger for whatever reason. Are there two statues in there at this point? Yes, at this point, I think because they ran back to the woman's house. Um, I don't know why, but he did at one point, like, clothesline a kid on a skateboard. The troll. <laughs> oh, shit, that's yeah, right, he that blonde skater. a random kid and steals him, and so now they're getting bigger because... Uh, he's got two souls, I think. Yeah, and if they touch the ground, all they got to do is the poop sack's got to fall off onto the ground and then burrow into the ground, and then they become like trolls for whatever yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernest, meanwhile, is becoming you know a troll exterminator. He's equipped with all this wacky equipment. Yep. <sighs> Zach, you seem disappointed. You seem a little drained. Dude, I'm emotionally drained from watching this. I really was. Like, this, just everything was happening. This movie is like cocaine. It's just out of nowhere, in your face. It never slows down. <laughs> Laughs a minute, dude. <laughs> Jesus, man. All right, well, anyway, yeah, after they he steals that blonde skater's soul, um, these kids wind up walking into old lady Hackmore, Hackman's house because the troll winds up following them there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't knock. Just walk right in. So this is where she pretty much once again explains more of the backstory about the troll. And this is where we get this whole weird, weird part of this because she's reading from this book where the only the one who can stop him has the heart of a child and a mother's care. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like a, mo- a loving mother's care or something. And like it has that. to have a heart of a child. That that's what will defeat the troll. I don't understand. And this, if you think it sounds confusing and muddled, just wait until the end of the movie. So she's like, so we need a heart, a child heart. <laughs> and then, but it doesn't matter because then we just cut to Ernest, who's setting up the stupid troll trap dumpster. He sets it up as a troll motel. It says kids for free on the side, which, by the way, immediately one of those shots you could use for our other psychological thriller we're editing. Yeah, that's true. Er, we're going to rough, does cut, yeah. rough stuff to people he shouldn't. <laughs> Ernest kidnaps kids. So after the trap is set, uh, he drops Kenny and Elizabeth off at their uh, house. And, uh, dude... This is when little tender moment, little man. tender moment, yeah, dude. Kenny gets a smooch from Elizabeth. Something for the more sensitive fans of Ernest movies, uh, Kenny yeah. gets a little smooch from Elizabeth, the the little girl. Ernest reacts strangely. Oh, he looks like he doesn't want to watch but can't look away. Yeah, it's a mixture of jealous rage and also <laughs> I think you're reading a little, sentimentality. Okay, no, you're dude, reading, I, I you're Jim Barney is a very a layered, bit. complicated actor and I'm sure he meant all of that to come through in I, his performance. Okay, anyway, so for whatever reason they they're like, "Elizabeth, you can't come, you're a woman." Um <laughs> and and so they drive away. Ernest drops off Kenny. He's like, meet me back at the treehouse and we'll catch ourselves a troll or something like that. <laughs> so there's this troll who's sprinting through fucking suburbia at this point, just out in the open, just literally just trying to find any kid he can buy. It's, it's really disturbing. Yeah. And he he ends up kidnapping Elizabeth in just this weird scene where she's like, she checks under her bed to make sure that nothing's Ugh, there, and she's yeah. like, ah, oh, thank God, it was just my teddy bear or something. And she rolls over, and the troll is laying there in her bed. <laughs> Ew, dude. Yeah, really gross. Ew, dude. 
So I think at this point, the parents in the town are almost like there's almost like a mob mentality at this point. They're like, "What's going on with Ernest and our kids?" Yeah, like they are like are shouting at the sheriff, disappearing. <laughs> like, why is Ernest hanging out with the kids? <laughs> the mom actually says, "Quote." Uh, you have no business hanging out with Ernest <laughs> to Kenny, <laughs> and he leaves in a huff. Like, come on, mom, I gotta go. Like, see no, you. mom, I gotta go save Ernest. So it's Halloween night. Uh, kids are trick or treating. So after the jump scare in bed <laughs> with the little girl, uh, Ernest is trying to catch the troll with his giant stupid bear trap, oh, uh, and, and he's talking like uh, the kids he describes as yummy bait. For oh, the yeah. troll? He's like, I got some yummy kids here, or something like that. And then he's also talking to Rimshot. To Rimshot, who's adorable. Adorable. Absolutely this dog, adorable. I'm not even kidding. This dog is the, one of the cutest it's dogs the I've ever seen. It's the saving grace of this film. Like, and, he's, and honestly, and we're not even, we say this slightly sarcastically and also not, he is far and away the best actor in this movie. <laughs> yeah. This dog is magnificently trained. It's never wandering. It's like always just like sitting there, like waiting for its cue. The dog is brilliant. It's magnetic as well. Like you can't take your eyes off. No. Of it. Oh, I was constantly staring at Rimshot <laughs> more than anything in this movie. So, <laughs> so he basically calls the dog ugly, and then the dog then he gets into a predicament. where like, oh shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna die here because he's stretched all the way out into this bear trap, and the dog just stares there and watches him because he's like, fuck you, I'm not yeah, helping you. And then the those snap traps. Ernest dies. Cut to credits. Yep. Then there's this Creed so what do you song, think a Creed about original song. Yep. That no, but that is what we were thinking. Like that's the only thing that could have made Ernest scared stupid any worse was like f- cut to credits, and then it was like Ernest, Ernest scared stupid, popping out of jack o' lanterns, <laughs> taking down trolls, hanging with kids, burger lips. Because that is a uh, line coming up here in a bit. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, burger lips. <laughs> So Ernest, he goes to buy food at the grocery store. This troll comes in behind him, and there's this whole stupid scene where the clerk's trying to point him behind him without saying anything. He's just petrified to the point where he can't speak. Yeah, I guess he's doing like that goofy slapstick, yeah, like, uh, like charades act. He's like, rah, rah, and like you know, faking teeth or mining teeth. And of course, Ernest, he doesn't. What understand. are you doing? What do you want from what me? What are you trying to tell me? And then he, until the point he takes a like, shotgun out and uh, appears to like try to shoot over Ernest, but apparently some milk breaks, dude. Yep. Troll runs away, and again, our, our next hint, milk has something to do with this. Oh my god. So meanwhile, Kenny is with this other kid. I think this kid just comes out of literally nowhere. He's just dressed as a very culturally insensitive Native American representation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because, wow. again, it's Halloween night. He Ooh. just gets stolen and snatched up real quick and turned into uh, a wooden statue. They just, they needed five kids, and apparently they didn't write five kids in the first place. So I guess. They just throw this kid in there. Uh, but again, the troll uses people's voice. At this point, it uses Elizabeth's like seductive voice. He's yeah. like, hey, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Come over here. Why don't we kiss a little? Trick or treat. Batch. So then Ernest is driving around town with this loud fucking speaker blaring out like, troll alert, troll alert. It's driving around with Rimshot. 
And Kenny then tells his dad what he's seen, and he tries to convince his dad, like, Dad, Ernest isn't, like, fucking crazy. I mean, he is crazy, yeah. but he's not as crazy as he sounds. Yeah, like, Ernest the is real. actually right. And Ernest, meanwhile, has gotten an alert in his little dumpster that he's caught a troll, and so he comes down to the sheriff's department, where he the sheriff is trying to dissuade the town people because everybody's children have gone missing. It's a straight mob trying to kill Ernest, essentially, yeah. at this point. Um, and Ernest walks in, and he's like, no, I caught a troll, come on. And he goes to open the dumpster, show the sheriff and the mayor, and then you realize that it's actually... The Murdoch boys. The Murdoch boys, the best characters in the movie, dude. I didn't know the, the mayor's son, too. Yeah, the mayor's son. Yeah. And especially in my favorite great spoiled 90s bully line, uh, they open the dumpster and the kid's like crawling out of the dumpster crying. He's like, heads are going to roll, aren't they, daddy? <laughs> Incredible. So, Mayor fires Ernest. You know what? Responsible. Responsible and mature a, a decision. Probably should have been, been hired been in years the first ago. place. Yeah, yeah exactly. this was not a good hire on the city's part. If anything, they are saving taxpayer dollars yeah, right here. Absolutely. At this point, the sheriff tells a 45-year-old man to grow up. He's just fed up with Ernest. Like, Ernest, I gave you how many fucking chances? Like, you're a doofus. Like, you can't do this. Like, grow up. Stop it. Yeah, please. And at this point, it turns a little dark. Like, he's sitting really sad on his garbage truck. Like, the front of it. He's he's almost, like, crying. Like, no good for anything. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't have a reason to live. And then Rimshot being the adorable little Jack Russell that he is. He's coming up, and he's licking him and trying to console him. And then he just, like, tugs on his jeans a little bit. Bit, and Ernest is like, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't give up. Yep. Like, what? Dude, he stepped, he made him step back from that ledge, my friend. He made him cut ties with all the lives that he was living in. You got it right, dude. 90s, dude. Third Eye Blonde. Ernest! So yeah, after this little speech where he's like, I never I know I never know when to quit or whatever, it cuts to like I will say like the one genuine laugh I think me and you both got out of this is this little flashback to him as a kid that his teacher's just standing there. Yeah, like, he makes a reference, he's like, even in fourth grade or like Yeah, I just asked my fourth grade teacher. I never knew when to quit. And then it cuts to him as a kid like writing chalk on a chalkboard and his teacher's staring there like he never knew when to quit. And he starts to like rake his fingernails against the chalkboard. And then she slaps him. <laughs> she just slaps him in the head and his head knocks Genuine off the chalkboard. Genuine laugh. Yeah. It was actually it was one of the funny, better yeah. parts of the movie. Uh, but we're, you know, right back in the shit. So Ernest drives back to the tree, and this is for the first time he's actually seeing these pod things that are growing now. He calls them Brussels sprouts. They're not Brussels. Unless Brussels sprouts come out your butt, that's not what Brussels sprouts look like. That's a gross way to put it, but you're right. If anyone, by the way, wants to make any memes out there, Brussels sprout butts. <laughs> I think you're asking too much of our, our <laughs> listenership at this point. Oh, dude, so this is the best part of the whole goddamn movie. This is the sick, like car chase scene in the truck oh yeah this part is really cool you remember the movie sleepy hollow which is a movie that's in our actual you know uh rundown could be yeah. our poll for a movie we covered the last week of october this is ba- they must have saw this movie and copied it because it's basically the same thing with their chariot <laughs> race thing it's them in the truck you know uh trantor gets in they uh, eventually rimshot winds up driving and Ernest winds up in the back of the cab yeah. fighting with the troll yeah and, and it's this long like convoluted sequence i don't think we need to get too deep into it but we do have to talk about the fact that at one point the troll is standing behind the truck and Ernest tells Rimshot to back up the truck and like full speed reverse slams right into this fucking thing and both of us went oh my god like 
because it, it is brutal. It's a practical effect, and it is like very. It looks like somebody just got hit by a car. It's pretty, actually, pretty good. And it's the only thing better than that is the line preceding it, which is "Enjoy your bumper sandwich, bugger lips." And then he makes a great face. Yeah, which, oh, hang on a second. Many people believe that the meme troll face came from this film. When Ernest is about to run over Trantor the troll, he says the line, how about a bumper sandwich booger lips? After this, he laughs, and his face is what troll face is based on. That, wow, yeah. I the actually, more you know. I see that, yeah. The more you know. So Kenny, meanwhile, is getting dropped off at this, it's like a, it says Halloween gala outside, but it's like a. Well, they've been called the, it's been called the party that apparently the whole town's going to. Now it's a gala and now it's also a costume contest. And then it's also a talent show with a band or something like so that. So much shit's happening There's a here. lot happening and we don't see any of it. But we have to talk about this conversation that happens briefly outside of the dance <sighs> that Eartha Kiss character, old lady Hagmore, winds up seeing or noticing. It's this, it's this two characters that come out of nowhere are in. 30 seconds of the film and it's the most bizarre scene I've ever seen so this kid's arguing with his mother and he's like I didn't want to wear this costume or whatever and she's like well you're gonna wear it whatever and he's like I hate you mom starts walking away and she's like well I'm not too fond of you either and he's like which is fucked up already. yeah really really dark and you probably shouldn't say that to a kid but then he's like mom and she turns around and he's like what and he's like I'm sorry I love you and this music starts to swell and she's like looks at her and I love you too and then Eartha gets watching this whole thing's like unconditional love and a mother's care that's what's needed unconditional love crunk get me unconditional love wrong lover wrong lover <laughs> crunk so we're now inside the gala and they're about to get ready for the costume contest and they're lining up and right next to one of the murdoch boys steps the troll and being a 90s bully he can't help but make fun of a person he doesn't know so he pushes the troll and the troll then goes on to just attack him and like everybody finally sees the troll realize that Ernest is in line Ernest comes in and what looks like the final confrontation because he's like all right come on you stupid idiot or whatever he was I a sick burn paraphrasing um he didn't say stupid idiot he said a lot of pg terrible dumb <laughs> insults um but the troll turns the Murdoch boy into wood, and then they start to fight. Ernest is outmatched because he's led to believe that after this car chase, that he can be stopped with a meak. Meak. So he reads from a book, and there's some damage to the pages of the book, so it doesn't reveal the full, you know, uh, recipe or uh, ingredients to stop the the creature or whatever. But he reads M I blank K as meak instead of milk, despite two instances in the film in which milk has immediately pushed the troll away yeah he can see immediately believes that it's authentic bulgarian miak which i don't know i don't know if that's real it's, i think it's made up but um so he goes to fight the troll he loses and rimshot tries to come to the rescue and uh, dude i don't know rimshot he he gets turned into wood dude yeah, this was also about the time I think I spilled my beer in your apartment, and you were none you too never happy come to my apartment without spilling beer every single time. <laughs> a little behind the scenes look at nostalgia, be damn. Every time Brandon comes to my apartment, he spills beer on the floor, saturated carpet and all. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Apology accepted, but I was a little distraught because Rimshot is now gone from this movie. The best thing about this movie is now gone, and I'm wondering 
there's still 30 minutes of this movie oh, we left. Paused. Oh, there were still 30 minutes. We couldn't believe it. Like, how do you just go from here? But Ernest gets covered in ice cream. Yeah, after getting bitch slapped by this troll. And guess and, what ice cream has in it, dude? Dude, it has miak. <laughs> It's yeah. got milk, and so the uh, you know the troll comes over to get him, and then sees the ice cream and runs away. But they still Ernest still doesn't get it. The kids though, the kids understand, so they go, and we're not even kidding. So Ernest, in a fit of Hulk rage, <laughs> he's over so the pumped to kill, of, dude. He's over like, the yeah. loss of his dog, drives to go kill the troll. Uh, the town is also like, we need to go kill the troll, and so they all follow the kids though, obviously with no means of transportation to go towards the tree um get on their bikes rob the convenience store of all its milk and, <laughs> and water guns, guns. yeah because yeah, they that comes in a grocery store everywhere i, I mean in a convenience store i guess but yeah like, i'll give it but it was a grocery store yeah that's true there were i mean you couldn't go five feet without a squirt gun <laughs> <laughs> so Ernest now is going to confront the troll and drives straight fucking into the tree yeah dude crushes him pretty much right yeah i mean well, the troll obviously gets away, dude. Thank God. This so there's this posse of people coming after them all, and uh, the kids of the town, yeah, they, they've teamed up. They're coming down again to to take out the troll. And at this point, it's almost fucking like havoc. Yeah, but the troll has released all the pods that were growing out of the tree because he got his five children. Got the final soul, and dude. And so the pods are hitting the ground and sprouting into more trolls. And so you can tell that. <laughs> let's get into these trolls. They put all their money into, like, one troll, and the rest of the trolls don't have any features that move. They're all just, like, puppet faces. They actually look like and reminded me of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Apparently, yeah. one of the guys, the production designers or costume designers, worked on that movie as well. And I was going to say, the, I mean, the best part of this movie is the costume design. And the uh, little Cronenberg poop slugs that fall down from the tree and create these trolls. It's bizarre. That's true. So, at this point, it's... Pandemonium. Like, it's insanity. So the townspeople arrive and they start trying to like fight the trolls and, and it's and of, just crazy. And of course, all the trolls are just kicking ass because they're crazy. It, it, they get themselves into a couple rough and oftentimes goofy situations as this movie, as you can tell by the cover, is wacky. So Wackiness uh, surely ensues. Yes, wackiness does ensue. Also, it's a slapsticky blast just to remind everyone just to remind everyone what the reviews of this movie were Ernest, meanwhile is like goofing around while people are literally dying below him oh, yeah he's, he's like trios. monologuing like <laughs> yeah like that he's <laughs> and pretending that he's just won like a bowling tournament or something like that so um, the trantor call trantor calls for the head of Ernest p warrell and the trolls start chasing him around the tree in like a benny hill skit like they might as well have that fucking music in yeah it's stupid bad but the kids do arrive with their squirt guns full of milk. Now, before they take them out, I do want to mention one troll who eats some bullets and then is then bashed in the head, in the back of the head with like a baseball bat by his buddy, and then he's he's just shooting shooting bullets bullets at the sheriff who's handcuffed to the truck, like the the police car, and his his son runs in, squirts the milk at the, the troll, and what's weird about this is they disappear in this stupid little 90s CGI effect, but then there's also this disgusting puddle of gore and viscera yeah, on like the ground. blood, and it's disgusting. Yeah, like bubbled over guts, and, he, and the, the dad's just like, go get him, son! Yeah. <laughs> Gives maybe, him a thumbs up, too! Maybe not, like, let me handle it because I'm an adult <laughs> and the sheriff of the city. But no, <laughs> you go. You go, kid. Um, so they go around, they start squirting all the trolls. Uh, they're dying um, until there's just 
One troll left, dude. So while this whole thing is happening, also, old lady Hackmore has some statues of her own oh, that yeah. she brought from her house. She's got like four or five of these wooden statues. She's putting them in the tree. And this is the second goddamn character montage in which Ernest then turns into, again, several characters as he... It's literally five minutes. It's like five minutes of him just like riffing nonsense. Yeah, same characters from before. It's just the same bullshit over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again. But what's, but what's interesting here is Kenny actually says the line like, oh, I guess I have to work with someone with a split personality disorder. Like, he, he knows. Everyone must know that Ernest is just a dangerous person. Ernest is a danger to himself and to the children he hangs out with, um, which uh, there's just so many things that we need to address. But anyway. So at this point, all five souls are, you know, good to go. The trolls are all, you know, doing their thing. And Trantor becomes essentially invisible. Or, Invincible, right? Like yeah. he becomes even more gross. Get some tentacles wiggling out. Yeah, his his fangs or whatever grow longer. His his nails grow longer. And so Kenny tries to spray him with milk, and he's like, "Even milk won't destroy me." Which you know, <laughs> that's too bad because that was the greatest writing device, greatest writing device, um, maybe in the history of movie making. But so he can't be destroyed by the milk, and he turns Kenny into a wooden doll. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. now he tumbles I mean, from the treehouse onto the ground. This is the all is lost moment for sure. Yep. And suddenly the townspeople are separated. Until it's just the troll and Ernest. And Ernest is like, come on, like, come after me. Motherfucker. <laughs> but that's know. when crazy old woman says to, I think the mayor, not loud enough for literally anybody else to hear it, but apparently Ernest does. He's like, what Ernest doesn't know is that the that a child's heart is really unconditional love. And so Ernest is like, unconditional love. And then the movie, like, slows down. Yeah, and it's like, like swelling slow music. motion, like, fire, and, like, all the townspeople are like, kill it! Yeah. Kill it! It's supposed to be this more, like, really emotional, impactful moment, and he's yeah. just like, unconditional love. And then the troll charges at him, he picks it up, hugs him, dances, dances with, with him, him, and then gives him a big old smooch on the cheek, and the troll... Disappears, turns into a big blows up, like gooey puddle. Yeah, of blows up. It's disgusting. Um, and so you know that's. <laughs> Wait, it's like we do have to mention though, as it's disappearing, it makes a tiny little fart noise. Oh, that's dude, true. Any does. movie with a fart noise, farts are funny. Dude, dude. it's a five. That's fart. a five <laughs> immediately. Rimshot gets this movie at least ten points. <laughs> and you think the one fart noise that it gets in another <laughs> so five at least at fifteen we'll minus so far, in guys. Yeah. But anyway, so uh you all know, the kids all uh, the kids are back. Freeze, they're all good God. to go. And also who are also back are the four little like wooden statue kids that, you know, uh, old lady Hackmore put in the tree. Yeah. Two of which I think are slaves. <laughs> and I, like and the other two, all four of which have no idea what this generation or world is like. Yeah, they're like, oh, I guess we're kids in 1991. Is now. that an automobile? What is that? <laughs> Culture shock. They die. Heart attack. That's anyway, how it happens. It, it, it's insane. It's crazy. But, uh, and then Ernest looks like he's about to, you know, again, step up to that ledge, my friend. And because yeah. he's really sad. And then it gets, again, weirdly emotional. Like, there's nothing in that tree for me. Because Rimshot hasn't appeared. Dude, Which all again, the kids dude, are here. Rimshot sense. isn't there. Until Rimshot jumps out of the car, man. God's dog, Rimshot. Bugger layoffs. And so they start making out. 
Camera pans up, and fade <laughs> to black, dude. Ernest scared stupid. For the record, he did not make out. No, with but his he does like let his dog lick his face for a while, and then he like falls down with the dog out of frame. And then the old lady's like watching him, and then she looks up at the camera like, "Oh, that's silly, Ernest." Classic. And then Ernest. she looks back at him like, "What's going on down there?" And then it cuts to black. But yeah, that's Ernest scared stupid. Um, so wow, dude, I'm shaking. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this movie, dude. Brandon. Again, this is a movie I knew was gonna be shit. Yeah, but. Come on, you're so angry at me for choosing this. Dude, I had a blast watching this wacky, slapsticky blast, dude. Oh, don't get me wrong, dude. I had a, I had a ton of fun watching this movie. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean I like it. No, dude, no, it's terrible. It's really bad. I, I don't understand the, the appeal of this character or of these movies at all, but this one... Always stood out to me. It was the only one that I would revisit because I had seen like bits and clips from other ones, and I was like, "This is something I don't want to watch." But again, because it was based around Halloween, because but but that then again, there isn't a lot of Halloweeny stuff that really happens in it. You know what I mean? No, it's just I mean, it happens on the night of Halloween apparently, but it's yeah. I don't know. Um, other than it's supposed to be just like a family friendly scary comedy or I guess, something like that. Yeah. Um, but my biggest problem with this movie, I think, just as a concept, was that it, it makes a lot more sense when you tell me that this character was supposed to be in commercials in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and it feels like that because, while uh, he's not the worst actor I've ever seen, and I bet he does have moments if he's, like, let loose a little bit instead of confined to a kid's movie, that he's actually a funny actor. But I think making nine movies based around that one character <laughs> just seems a little much. He seems a little limited for that kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, he's a little one-dimensional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it all it all stems on your whether or not you follow him or like immediately hate him. You know, like that's literally what this movie hinges on. Yeah, and it's going to be half and half. There are going to be people who watch this movie and find Ernest a charming, (laughs) lovable, uh, friendly. Uh, kids character yeah. like Pee Wee Herman like you mentioned earlier yeah. or it's going to be why would they put this on film yeah I feel like the closest thing we have to this character now is like a Larry the Cable guy I guess is like someone but 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 I would much rather watch anything with Ernest, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. than a Larry the Cable guy Yeah, I suppose picture. so. I suppose so. <laughs> but but that being said, I'll agree. This movie is shit. This is a terrible <laughs> it's movie. It's really, like, really, really, really Just structurally, really the way it's made, uh, a lot of the costumes are pretty shitty. But uh, I will say that, uh, God. Do you have any monetary stats on this movie? So I don't have any budget. I do know that it was ma- that it made $14 million. Um, it was actually 85th for the year of 1991. Wow. And uh, just to give you a touch of what was the top five that year? Terminator 2, number one, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Beauty and the Beast, The Silence of the Lambs, and City Slickers. Wow. Pretty top decent, five of the year. Pretty decent year for movies. Uh, so, yeah, this, this it's just bad. It's just bad, but... Uh, it's it's so crazy and out there again, and the the plot of the movie is pretty fucking dark and weird. And like, I understand yeah. the complaints that people like had with it. Well, they like this is too dark for children. Some of the plot, of yeah, it. it really is. I mean, it's stealing the souls of children. Uh, like we said, the trolls disintegrate into gore and blood and piles of like guts. It's just there's a little too much in it. Um, I think. They were just trying a little too hard with the plot, maybe. Yeah, I, I would say that this is... Or, and at the same time, 
not trying hard at all because <laughs> milk was an actual plot device. Miak, authentic Bulgarian Miak. Oh <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna give this movie a uh, like I said, honestly, it gets ten for rim shot and five for a fart. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not really why I'm giving it this, but I will. I will. I'm gonna give the movie a fifteen. It's fifteen. Yeah, a movie that I'll definitely revisit again, and it's a movie that I implore you that if you haven't seen. I do recommend watching this with your friends. Like it's a movie that's so bizarre and out there that you'd have a blast watching this with a couple beers with your friends. That's so. true. Um, let's see. You said it got a 17 just to remind everybody. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a 12, 10 for a rim shot and two for a decent makeup job. <laughs> let's just agree. This is better than wild, wild west. It's less racist. It is less racist. <laughs> <laughs> It is less racist than Wild Wild West, um, and it has an equally good theme song, I would suppose. <laughs> Dude, that theme is sick. It's pretty good. Uh, one little extra tidbit of information here before we let you go. The pizzas seen being thrown at the bullies who try to attack the kids' treehouse are re- reused props from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Dude, that's crazy. Do you remember what I referenced? You did. You actually did. Yeah, which was pretty funny. Released the same year, actually. Yeah. I mean, that was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that I had on VHS. I... Stay tuned. I just can't believe we watched this movie for this show. I guys can't believe we did it either. I apologize. Please, <laughs> I want to know if people have seen this movie. Like, I know I can't be the only one out there who who, who grew up with this, or at least had seen I this said several this last times. week. I wasn't sure how many people were of get, were going to see this movie. It's true. It's a weirder one. It's definitely wacky, but, you know. <laughs> but we appreciate you taking the journey with us, whether you've seen it or not. <laughs> So uh, let's keep this train of chugging, though, dude. Next week is Casper. Casper the Friendly Ghost. And dude. please, the week after, uh, write in to us on Facebook, Nostalgia Be Damned, or write to our email account, nostalgiabedamnedpod at gmail.com. Please select from one of the four movie choices, Sleepy Hollow, Halloween H2O, Final Destination, or Freddy vs. Jason. Select which one you'd like us to do, and we'll be covering it for the last week of Halloween. And keep them recommendations coming, because November is Listener Request Month. We love to hear you guys. A big part of the reason for why we started the show was just to chat with people about movies so if you just have anything you want to chat with us about a recommendation for me maybe later on right into us we do this show as much for you as we do it for ourselves so don't forget to listen share subscribe review do all that great stuff for us um we're on itunes you can just search us at nostalgia be damned like uh, brandon said we have a facebook we have an email and you can also find us at nbd.podbean.com which is the site that hosts us um we're having a ton of fun and we're just going to keep going Anything you'd like to add, Zach, here before we uh, close out for the night? Yeah, real quick. I mentioned last week that I might be reapplying to Harvard. Foolish um, decision. Yeah, you. I mean, maybe I was rejected almost immediately, citing the fact that I've <laughs> already yeah, I've already been kicked out of Harvard once, and I am currently in a lawsuit with them. So, uh, you know, there it goes. So I'm taking a couple online courses to try and get those fixed uh, at the University of Phoenix. Um, so we're going to defend ourselves in our lawsuits. Well, one of them's my lawsuit with Harvard. The other one is a lawsuit with the network, which has dropped us, picked us up, dropped us, uh, very unfairly. And I think, uh, illegally I'm looking forward to it. We got a great adventure here. And if anybody has free Wi-Fi, I need to take my courses, uh, by the end of the week. So just shoot us an email. Did you see the university of Phoenix? Yeah. It's an online school. No, I know it's an online school. Yeah. You're taking that to to do what exactly? To get my law degree so I can defend us. 
in our lawsuits. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, as Creed would say, um, <laughs> <"Bugle-ups."> <laughs> dude, play that theme song. And everyone, I hope you enjoyed Ernest Scared Stupid. Bugle yeah. Rims out. <laughs>